0: Welcome to what's your sign i'm julia Loken. i'm stevie goldstein i'm lisa chenu and today we are joined by an extra special guest returning to the podcast uh author astrologer viral content maker <laughs> it's alice Barkley cat welcome back how are you
1: i'm pretty good i'm having a good day it's good to see all of your faces again Uh, happy leo season the moon is scorpio too
2: all right oh my god yes good to see you again yeah last we talked was
1: for your was that your first book technically first release uh kind of there is like this series where i wrote a book about cancer it was like a series with a lot of different people they're Mm -hmm. all really great writers really great books and then uh it's like a book for each zodiac sign oh yeah i think mm-hmm. i think
2: i know which ones are you speak of. i feel like we've had other guys yes. who were part of yeah. that series if i'm not mistaken. how's how's life slash astrology been since we last chatted mm-hmm. in 2021
1: <laughs> it's good yeah i mean the world's changed so much but not at all as well just <laughs> 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 how are yeah. you guys Good. We've discussed
2: that too. I think like 2020, I'm now in 2023 having this thing where I don't remember if something was 2021 or 2022, like those two years just are entwined with like those release, you know, social, not, I can't say post pandemic because we're still in it, but you know, pandemic years, but. We all got married, which is pretty wild. (laughs) Are you
1: serious? Everyone? Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
2: I was gonna be like, like, "These they've heard about
3: it." Uh,
2: Ad nauseum.
3: Yeah. (laughs)
0: Listeners know. Yes. And I'm. I don't know if you know this, but I'm pregnant. (laughs) (sighs)
2: Congratulations! (laughs) We've been busy. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Been. Yeah. You know, world. Worlds. Not not that different, but also very different.
2: Yeah. Yeah. How has been speaking, you mentioned the Leo season and this will come out pretty quick after recording, which sometimes that doesn't happen. So this will be released fairly soon. We're in Venus retrograde right now. I saw that there was a chapter about Venus retrograde in your new book. Is calling it a book journal appropriate? I keep calling it book journal because you can write in it. It's encouraged to write in it, uh, aligning your planets, So I saw there was a chapter about Venus retrograde, so I'm curious. You know, I know we just kicked it off, but how has it been for you? Any thoughts on Venus retrogrades for 2023 and beyond? I'm curious, just general Venus retro Leo takes for for everybody and yourself personally.
1: Yeah, I mean the the exercise in the book, I adapted it for like Venus retrograde and Leo and then did a Mm -hmm. workshop for like house which it it was really cool because it was really fun to see like eight years ago what was happening because the you know the regular cycle and then um i mean there was just like you know like when you think of love it's like oh like my mind always jumps to like romantic love but then we're like finding like a lot of different types of love like love people have for their nieces and it was just like such a fun experience um and then the exercise that I adapted is like, instead of looking for words, then you're like hang out with three words, and that's kind of like the three graces, uh, and then those are your companions the, through the retrograde, uh, this retrograde, I mean, I always think about the, like the story of Venus, like going into the underworld, I actually just heard a new version of that myth with Psyche and Cupid, where Psyche is the one who has to visit Persephone in the underworld. Have y'all heard of this myth before?
2: Mm-mm. Not this. It's, not this version.
1: This version. So Psyche's in love with Cupid, but Cupid like freaks out, leaves her. He's coming back, but his mother Aphrodite sends her on this quest to the underworld to get her like a day's worth of beauty and then so it's like about her yeah and traveling to the underworld but what's so like kind of funny is that like i read about this story in this book called the birth of pleasure and then the new new genes video is about psyche and cupid and it was released just now so recently so i was like oh my god venus retrograde Oh yeah.
2: I love that. It it. it sounds very Venus and relational. It's like, I'm hearing like Mm -hmm. a mom involved and like this person Mm -hmm. has to go to this and it's just like everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like it can be that very love thing. I've been having like a lot of old acquaint, like friends, like a lot of friends stuff. I mean, I'm also Taurus Venus in the 11th too. So just like, Oh, right. These relationship pop-ups can be all types of relationships and maybe not so always narrowed down to people um you fucked before <laughs> or something or, or I've been in love with before.
3: <laughs> I like the underworld story too because I think that it gets repeated in society in so many ways. I think women are often thought of like, you know, stealing youth and doing these things, especially in the like QAnon spaces where they're like they drink the blood of baby or you know what I mean? It's like that's kind of like we repeat these um these stories in different ways. And I think that's really fun. Obviously, like it won't be fun if those people are like
0: making laws or,
3: you know, doing stuff (laughs) that like fucks with stuff. But it is interesting to see it repeated.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm tripping out on a day's worth of beauty that's like sending yeah. me in a way because it is like uh, there is something to me thinking about I looked at the Venus retrograde exercise and it's so hard for me I don't know if this is my like sad or if I just take it so seriously if it's writing exercises in general but it's so hard for me to narrow down and pick like I'm like I, something goes off for me for every single word when I'm doing this exercise I don't have like a one one word so I'm like oh how do I how do I choose but thinking about a day's worth like that is so I don't know there is something ephemeral about beauty and about like what you feel what feels beautiful for a day and thinking of you know especially thinking of us all just getting married that it's like you can kind of only look Look one way, look one definition of something for about a day. And then you could like your hair can last. you can sleep in it and stuff, but it's not like the same the same thing. And I'm talking very, you know, literally about physical beauty in this sense, but I think that that is like, I don't know, that there's something very evocative about that to me. I wonder why it's in the
1: underworld.
0: well, there's so, I mean to that kind of like the I don't know that that feels like the. And we, and now I'm thinking of like the little mermaid too, or that kind of thing of like a, a spell or something where it would be like, that seems like a permissive amount of time where it would be like, you could go down and they could give you the underworld can give you one extra day. Like It's like the, yeah.
3: uh, the, the dark web.
0: Yeah. Like
3: <laughs> of today, you know, you're like there's something you need to procure. That's like not really legal in
1: your, yes. you know?
0: but in order, but and in order to get beauty that kind of like, lasts a day you do have to I don't know I think that there is not only in the just you know kind of we don't have light without shadow kind of way but I think that you don't know I'm trying to figure out how to say this like there there are things that go into it that are kind of behind the scenes again I'm thinking of like makeup or something where it's like setting sprays and contours and undertones and things like that that happen that don't that aren't just like oh, this is surface and nice. And you just like do this. It's like, no, you have to like go deep and, uh, know know your flaws or know what you're trying to hide, know what you're trying to avoid. And that's very like underworld to me to know what to like, uh, account for in order to make it look like just beautiful.
2: Or even like, I feel like this phrase has existed. And I have no idea the origin, but like beauty is pain, right? Mm-hmm. Like this idea that you have to, Put in some suffering to accomplish something that's really magnificent, which could even go with like making art, right? Like it's often chiseling, you know, something from a marble stone, like you're going to get cuts and things, or like staying up to finish a work, or like there is some level of suffering that mm-hmm. goes into doing something or, that's what's difficult. also the
3: opposite. Like when, when, um, if we think of like stereotypical fashion magazine beauty, it's all. Like, edited incorrect, like, you know what I mean? And it's like these people who their job is to like sleep long and drink a lot of water, which is and get, you know, paid for being beautiful or whatever. When it's like that is actually like problematic in so many ways. And it actually isn't realistic and all of those things. So it is like, I don't know, this idea of I'm thinking of like real housewives glam, right? And it's like, well, it is kind of like icky and underworldish to like get that level of money and then use it to like
0: have great skin (laughs) like you know what I mean like (laughs) yes to look to for a day it essentially is a thing a thing that has to get done the next day no matter what well even that work of art though too is like I think thinking of you know like writing a joke or whatever like the the day that you crack it and that it works at an open mic is great and then the next day it's about like refining and changing and and whatever I think everything has not that you can't still like enjoy it but I think and that maintaining is, I would
2: think yeah too, now in
0: some way now you're thinking about okay what else can I write with this whatever whatever else is that and it's always going to be a growing like
1: mm-hmm. nothing
0: is going to feel as good as that initial like oh I've, I cracked it and now you'll never have that one thing back again all right Mm -hmm. i also want to
2: just give one i'm i have one shady comment when this is okay this is just for astrology twitter because i think it's just been very funny this week where i feel like venus retrogrades here these rising signs are gonna have the worst time and it literally lists like eight of them (laughs) and i'm just like oh well okay like this is quite i see why like it's like okay all the venus ones and then all the angles
3: but like this is like it's kind of a wide net have you been casting have you been reading my tiktok comments no on every tiktok all right shout out to the two signs not mentioned here or like whatever <laughs> whatever they'll be like these <laughs> these signs are in for whatever but it's always like the one where it's like if you're this sign like share this audio oh, yeah. for good luck and i'm always mm-hmm. like oh good luck to the two not mentioned like- <laughs> oh
2: i love the tiktoks where i'll just be like an angelic Bulgarian child who's like he's here to wish you luck you must share him <laughs> like in a, just like this like deity from the tiktok gods anyways tiktok has broken my brain <laughs>
1: clearly clearly
2: truly. clearly truly madly deeply do y'all,
1: do y'all remember what was going on for you eight years ago during the last retrograde in Leo
3: try to forget
2: oh, try to forget
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I was looking at unfortunately facebook <laughs> to try to, to, try, to look at the, try to look at that but i i have kind of i don't know i feel like i have been hanging out with people that i used to hang out with in 2015 which is real weird um but i don't know i think i was like doing a lot of stand-up which is what i am doing now too so
0: mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually yeah, yes, I'm like I'm trying to decide how much I wanna disclose about it, not because it's like juicy or anything like that, but it's one of those things where I like I feel like this happens we should a do the juicy version of this on
2: Patreon. We'll do like For the like <laughs> honest version, like the the, the name well, names version on
0: Patreon. Yeah, I, <laughs> yes. And well, it's not, even, it's not even that. I'm just going like, oh, I'm recognizing that I'm what in was a important? similar like emotional place to, And I'm putting things together. And so it's not like, oh, this happened, this happened. I don't want to go into details. It's more like, I think I was in the beginning stages of my relationship with my now husband, um, but also- leaving a job transition that like or like wanting to transition out of a job that feels similar to a, an emotional space that i'm in now
2: mm. if that makes
0: sense and going like oh yeah this is
2: Familiar. um
0: this is definitely like what i am what emotionally the space that i'm in when i think venus retrograde like what might happen or what's going on or whatever like what am i mm-hmm. i don't
2: know not
0: necessarily worried about but Like this, this is what it's triggering is these things. Mm.
2: I mean, I moved to LA last Venus retro, like Mm -hmm. the shadow was the buildup. Like, I mean, the intention was set in 2014 to move in 2015. And I can't remember how much detail I went into it, but I was moving with an ex and in the shadow phase, trigger warning, uh, sexual assault, I'm fine now. But like, I had like got groped by a stranger and my, like, ex at the time did not do anything, like, just, like, froze, didn't have, like, a response of protecting me or, do like, doing any shit. So I had to, like, protect myself. And I was like, that's it. We're broken up. We're done. But we had to move to L.A. <laughs> together, like, a month later. So it was, like, this decision of, like, do I just still go, even though, like, I know this relationship's over. But, like, I really, like, some I have to go to this place. Like, something is calling me to go there. And I like just remember like I felt like so fake. Like I was just like, you know what? Like this sucks. And I don't even agree with this. But like I just think I I felt like a mother in like a lifetime movie. Like, I just gotta get to LA and you know, I don't I gotta get there for my kids or like something like there was something where I still just I knew it wasn't perfect, but I just had to get to the next phase and I knew I'd figured it out from there. Not encouraging that a behavior for anyone or endorsing, <laughs> just just a true honest hour of like where where i was and how i was like this we're gonna be done i like we're gonna break up a calendar year from the date of arrival which we did um pretty much exactly so that was wild and i'm glad it it worked out the way it did but at the time it felt so wrong and not (laughs) like it was gonna end up good at all but uh ace any any, any major (laughs) major 2015 things that came up or that theme and oh and I'm backtracking a bit I do feel now like I've been here eight years and now there does feel like I've been having this like do I stay do I stay or do I go do something different like there is this eight-year cycle of like okay last that time I was moving and doing something new and setting new roots and like, like having like a lust for life and I think I am trying to reach like fresh in where lust for life are uh, percolating mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ace what about you where were you yeah. in
3: 2015
1: i mean 2015 was terrible so like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the worst year <laughs> i'm on mean, queers rising it's angular for me uh, mm-hmm. i was actually so i was married for six months in that summer and then Whoa. that was when i was getting divorced. oh my Divorces goodness are just like it's so hard you know it's a whole process oh, yeah my god whoa yeah. i'm thinking about eight years before that too 2007 you know i was like in high school uh and then i think that's when i started meeting asian american artists uh mm-hmm. it was the first time i met like artists who were asian american and i started there was like a city council like uh, candidate who was trying to like not run to win but she was Uh, like she's Asian American she was trying to run so that she could build a coalition of people of color in Iowa in the Midwest Uh, so I was working on that with her a little bit and then yeah I was I mean it was kind of like the first time I met actual artists who are Asian American so that was kind of cool that's so cool So a lot of literal romantic
2: I mean ending Mm I mean divorce that's wait you're married (laughs) for six months
1: for six months. Whoa! And, this is yeah. okay. We will have to make get a Patreon going. Yeah. The uh, the I need the <laughs> I need the juicy you know. Well, if you if you're married for under six months, you can get an annulment uh um, just over six months like me then you, have, you have to still should. go
0: through the full divorce process
1: exactly whoa yeah. wild!
0: Mm-hmm. but then where, also where were you some... six
3: months ago when i was just six months into my marriage <laughs> 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 yeah this is a good fun fact for people now just so you know
2: is well, oh, yeah. it married by state or like where you live I'm i don't know i was in new york but okay i,
1: don't know. I no idea
2: for all of us Venus for the Venus retrograde listeners you can get out um and 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 under six
0: months might be a little easier find out find out your state's window of time and just keep that in mind just have that in the back of your mind
2: you know the how to and all and how to divorce guide to Venus retrograde but I we talked a bit on our Venus retrograde episode I I'm like a Venus retrograde fan I'm very venusian but I feel like I get organized and like I don't know it's just like Tours get done i I, there's just this like true quantifying check-in that i have tricked myself to enjoy i think as well in
0: in the venus mix when you said 2007 too that also i was like oh god yeah another another rough another rough time but also (laughs) i'm like oh yeah i guess that that tracks that that's my like venus retrograde you know Mm -hmm. this is my cycle um yeah
1: i kind of like it in 2007 yeah (laughs) yeah i mean for me and then like this is not true of everyone but for me the marriage was the hard part and the divorce was the um maybe like the better part Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: absolutely i mean
1: that re that
0: realignment that comes i think in a venus retrograde which i think that you know people get afraid of oh breakups and i think that that has this like connotation of something that comes out of nowhere that you weren't expecting or something instead of this especially in leo kind of return return to self return to what you know is right for you return to what's important return to what you need to do to persist and i think that all of those examples are like yeah ones where you're making a decision where it's doing what you what you need to do yeah Yeah.
3: i have had a lot of like old memories coming back in weird ways which i think is always. Fun to dig into during retrograde times, regardless of what planet it is. Just kind of journal on those things, too.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm curious about the conflict mapping that you have in the journal, Ace too. That was like very Moon related to Mars and Venus. Can you maybe even tell our listeners a bit about aligning your planets? And I'd love to just know a bit about this conflict mapping or how this part might. Um, you know, since it's working with like another in very theme of our, this kind of Venus retrograde conversation, how this all sort of came to be.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, uh, a lot of the worksheets are different worksheets I made for like the group. Um, I have Mm -hmm. a monthly group or a group that meets up monthly. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm always making different worksheets for them. Sometimes they're like really weird. And then sometimes they're like, (laughs) okay. Like uh, this can go into a um, publication, so <laughs> <laughs> publication approved <laughs> worksheet. Publication approved. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just made a zine for them. I translated. There's this like ancient script uh, from China called the Di Tien Sui. and it's drips of heavenly marrow. So I translated uh, three wow. poems in that. And so yeah, just different things. But you know, like the worksheets. We kind of gathered and then made into this workbook that you can try out this is something it's like you know all the exercises they're just kind of things i'm like trying in different ways some of our techniques i try with clients too uh but i hope that people feel like they can adapt them like they don't have they don't treat it like you know rules with or like you know games with like rules that you have to follow but maybe like suggestions of things that you can just kind of like used to do different things, uh, like the way that you you like to do them too. Like the conflict mapping, it's like, I mean, wouldn't it be cool if we could sit down with someone we have a conflict with and then just map out Moon and Mars and then you like kind of use that to have a conversation about what's going on. So that's the idea. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be appropriate to conflicts that people are moving through and then... they can adapt
2: I love that and that's a good reminder I think for astro stuff that can feel so like how am I doing this correctly or like is this the way to do it where it's just like it's not I don't know yeah there's not some overlord like wrong (laughs) like you're not looking at your moon you know in this right way if it's bringing up something that moves you through a feeling um it doesn't mean have to escape a feeling or anything I think it's just like a, it's just, I love seeing that reflection tool, especially mm-hmm. with like moon, Mars, Venus in conversation with partner. Cause I think that can just illuminate so much in, in synastry of just
0: how can we understand each other better? Well, and that seems to be what's like at play. If you're having a conversation, whether you're doing the exercise or not, like you're probably communicating and conflicting from these places. So to have it be written down that way where you're going, I'm intentionally, going where where am i coming from from these planets i think gives another dimension to astrology which normally is like you know your list of placements and you can read the you know description of what that means um but not necessarily like what does that mean for me or how do i use this what does this feel like or anything and i think that having a journal with these exercises is a great way for people to actually engage with their own placements in a way that gives them their own context you know
1: yeah and the engaging is like yeah it's like that's kind of the more fulfilling thing about astrology and then it's tricky too i was doing this meetup the other day where um like you know just to like learn the four elements like i was having people observe the behavior of water that they could see in their space and the, it's like water has, behavior has so much contradictions like water can hide things but it can reveal things, too, because it cleanses, so I feel like that's in, like, every planet, every placement is, like, just, it's full of contradictions. I think it's,
3: it's interesting in the water example, too, because I'm in, in the water a lot, like, I, I'm in the ocean a lot, and one of the things that, like, and I think this speaks very much to Scorpio, but it's, like, everything underwater is a little bit distorted, so, like, you'll see things and you'll think that you can touch it but it's way further away than you can actually reach or like color will be very different so like even if you're filming something underwater like it it might look beautiful on camera but when you're looking at it you're like I didn't see that like lavender color when I'm when you're under there and so it's just it's interesting because I think there is this like pulling out from the deep that I think Scorpio does really well which is like reporting back kind of thing um and i think yeah and each water sign has like a different way i think of of doing both like you're saying clarifying and obscuring um and yeah i think and i mean i think with you know fire's another simple example where it's like yeah it keeps you warm burns you like you know we have it has many many uses like we wouldn't probably have like restaurants without it or whatever you know what i mean but it's also it's also like we experience in california wildfires Mm -hmm. this is a
2: water aside i can't remember if i brought this up on the podcast before but have you guys heard of structured water like as a new drinking water for woo-woo people Mm -hmm. okay i'll turn you i'll turn you on um an aquarius i'll actually send this to the group chat so you can see what i'm talking about oh this is a good uh time to promote our youtube so you can watch us visually if you want to see
3: yeah That.
2: well maybe i'll just screen share for a second then one second yes. fuck fuck yes. a group chat i'm gonna share this
0: role yeah share quick. it for everyone okay <laughs> and, uh, my
2: my very uh my green witch aquarius friend had this on their table and it was this like vortex spinning this is not a sponsored ad, by the way, but it could be if you hit us up my swirl, but it's a ceramic thing that like spins your water in this vortex. And I just, I was looking at their counter and there's a spinning <laughs> water over there. And, and I wasn't surprised because this is a friend that has lots of interesting woo things. So I, was, I was like, what is this? And they're like, oh, well, if water still stagnant water kind of going back to like, I think we've seen Scorpio <laughs> described as the swamp, right? Or whatever. It's like oxygenating and making like vortex. You put your crystals under it or what have you. But it's just like oxygenated, moving, alive water.
1: Oh, I've seen that with the cat drinking fountain too. Because yeah. The, <laughs> like the yeah, they want the them. fresh. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. yeah, they they prefer the fresh. Yeah, Yeah, they
2: want it to feel like they found a stream and that yeah. something's like trickling out to them. I again my friend was like I have no idea if this is true or I just like the look of it and they're an Aquarius too which felt very like the vessel and a cool cool water sort of thing so anyhow that just made me think of but they called structured water which was just a term I thought was interesting they're like restructuring the composite of it moving
0: well it would make sense Again, I'm not a scientist, um, you what? know, <laughs> but
2: You're off like the that... podcast. Shit, I'm going to have to change the charts we're on. We've been on the science and yeah, technology. Sorry, sorry everybody. Start.
0: Um, Not a scientist, but it does make sense to me that there would be something of a almost like dissolving of elements when it's sitting. It doesn't need to like hold itself together as opposed to when it's being moved. Now, mm-hmm. these like, I don't know. Uh, things are having to to be structured if that makes sense in a in the yeah. in a way that's like not I don't know what that would do for you internally or like how if it's maybe more oxygenated because that's like what you need de- you need oxygen to go and it's just like pure you know whatever but that makes sense in in a, in a dumb dumb bitch science kind of way
3: <laughs> <laughs> when we write the woo woo version of get out that will be the teacup yes oh
0: yeah Yeah.
3: that will be the
2: yes that's the omen of like uh uh-oh she's got a vortex water (laughs) on the on the counter (laughs) get it.
0: run but i love that because i think that your your journal um and this elemental example and all this is like what what all of this is about because it's about learning about yourself and each other and how we communicate and how we can embody astrology, not just learning as much as it is fun to learn information and facts and be able to recite off, you know, historical dates and why it was astrologically significant and everything like that. I think at its core, what people are drawn to about astrology and what we all find so exciting about it is that it is a way to be in touch with yourself and with the people in your life and to engage better and have better relationships and have, you know, a, a more, I don't know, a better, better experience here. It's like, you know, the emotional, the emotional stuff of it. And so I think that that's all good. Like even elements, I think are such a visceral thing that people, whether you are super astrologically knowledgeable or not have a, have a frame of reference for water, earth, air, fire, and And that can be in and of itself such a rich uh you know thing to explore and there's endless stuff. I mean we could talk about it for for hours.
1: It's true. yeah like astrology helps you enjoy your personality and then like mm-hmm. yeah like using water as a metaphor for like my personality is like water. how cool is that? it's like it's elemental, it's magical and, and like you have a real experience of it too because everyone needs water mm-hmm-. mm-hmm. So I try to sell myself every day when my
2: alert goes off, like drink water, like meh. <laughs> getting everyone, g- getting up. <laughs> everyone oh. needs it. We all need it.
1: Uh, yeah, I tricked my cat into drinking. It. I put it in her food. Oh, smart! <laughs> like mixing it
2: up. Oh yeah, I saw your post recently about. Well, I saw it in the journal about the Mars, dog like Mar dogs as Mars remediation for any like Marsy things, and you have like dogs activating Mars energy. And then I wrote down in my notes, I'm like, are cats Venus? And then I saw your post about cats being Saturn. And I was like, interesting.
1: Because like mm. my thought
2: too was like, oh, is it that one-to-one of like, you know, very like cats and dogs, like Mars and Venus. But then I saw Saturn. I'm curious, since we're on cats, like what, what's Saturnian about cats?
1: Yeah. I mean, this is this is in some old texts that cats are Saturnian. Um, like maybe it's their sense of like just routine Mm. discipline they they want to get up at the same time and then they don't like to move too uh <laughs> so i mean i was kind of thinking about it because your friends in aquarius with the running water I was like you know cats are saturnian as well so like mm. the structure of water actually makes a lot of sense well i think with venus there's some birds that are venusian but some are mercurial too so it depends on the type of bird there's like a wide variety of birds
3: yeah, I could see that for sure. I mean, people like release doves at weddings and things like that. That's very mm-hmm. Venusian. I mean, I don't know if doves technically one of them, but like those kind of things. And then there are messenger birds and yeah, I don't know. Flamingo well, that, feels very Venus.
0: And that very presentational plumage, have that having that be that their uh you know tactics for attracting mates or 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 um avoiding predators or things like that too is to like be be flamboyant and beautiful not all birds obviously but that feels very venusian i think cat that makes sense cats saturnian because i think also it's that like um you operate by their rules
2: as well. yes <laughs> like it's you're like on their
0: time yeah. <laughs> not, not all cats obviously and not not <laughs> after time but i think whenever someone talks about like developing a relationship with the cat they will often refer to it as like you have to work to get their affection you have to build trust with them it's a routine you know all of those kinds of things and most of the time it is like a you're kind of cleaning up you're cleaning up after them but you don't necessarily see them and get the same affection that you do when one talks about a dog you know if we're doing the the dichotomy of each other which I don't think that we need to do because that's unfair to both animals they are both you know perfect and beautiful in their ways um but that of like you're cleaning up a litter box you know that the cat is there but you aren't like they're not jumping on your face every morning every day maybe your cat is but that feels that feels saturnian and they're night aren't they nocturnal Mm -hmm. or like not not truly but like
1: they're mm -hmm. dawn and dusk yeah 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 so they wait they sleep for like 16 hours a day and then four hours at dawn and four hours at dusk that's that's like time to hunt so they wait for the right time yeah and then like when they hunt too they're like you know they're still for most of the time they conserve their energy but then when they feel that it's the right time they make the pounce yeah interesting yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i feel like that's saturnian as well for yes. sure
2: The ca- like you because dogs are so instinctual and just you know like shiny object yay go um you know no oh. diss to dogs it's just That's what dogs give so much energy, and I always thought of like cats with witchcraft, right? Is like they're said to be. Rumor has it, like cats absorb, right? They're taking, Mm -hmm. like that's why witches keep them around because if there are people sending their evil eye to them, like they absorb any of the negative energy. So kind of it makes sense Mm -hmm. in that malefic sense too of like they're both protective, but like dogs in a more Mars pointed out way, like a dog can you know sick them and then uh, yeah attack and then. A cat is like not in my house,
3: <laughs> not, on, I, not on this watch. I also think if you look at it more as like in nature rather than domesticated animals, because when we have pets, like we know their mm-hmm. personality so well, it's hard to like get away from and see their behavior as a species or whatever. But if you think about like big cats or wolves, like that's those are it's a very different like my dog, this 13 pound, like. I, it follows me out of the room it's not the same as a wolf like yeah. or a coyote in the wild like same with cats like yeah sure like julia's saying maybe your cat jumps and licks your face but like a tiger you know re- behaves differently
1: mm-hmm. yeah it also
0: make me think of mars just dogs and smell too and that's very scorpio mars to me is like ruled oh. no no stuff i mean now Again, you know, we can go on, we can go on a tangent, but Uh, I love that.
2: So I have solar returns, because this is also mentioned in the journal. Um, I'm just curious, general thoughts. I like I've been offering solar return readings and I think for people, it's such a good way to condense the year. And I think there's usually like a fair cut way of using it. But I'm curious your thoughts on like the benefits of looking at a solar year or solar return or what you enjoy you know looking in a solar year ahead versus of course we'll with astrology we can look at everything kind of laid out but looking at that kind of return chart as the signifier yeah i'm just curious why highlight the solar return and what what do you value in a solar return chart or reading or anything like that
1: yeah i mean i did start using solar return charts um and then so I took a workshop on this. I feel like it was last year. And then I mean it's just one of the timing techniques that I use is the mm-hmm. solar return chart. But uh and then I use other things to tell me like what to look for is so I usually look for the annual ruler in the solar return chart. Mm-hmm. And then I look at the moon as well. Um you know, and then yeah, what else? Oh, and then I I mean I just look at the house position of the sun. Um mm-hmm. So, like, different things. And then the solar returns expressed through the natal. So then, like, I look at the overlay, the mm-hmm. synastry between the mm-hmm. two. Uh, the exercise in the book, it's, like, it's kind of just to uh, help you process the year that you're coming from mm. is actually like all it is and then it like it kind of takes you through like kind of monthly perfections in a way mm. they're really like simple and estimated but uh yeah it has it has you just kind of like consider that as a framework for looking at the year that you're leaving behind because that's what you have information about is you don't have right. information about the yeah the coming year yeah. mm-hmm.
2: the reflection tools of astrology versus the Like we can of course look ahead, but Mm -hmm. it just packs such a punch when we like already have experienced life and be like
0: that was quite literal. Um, Again, too, I think it is a reminder of of astrology is from our like subjective personal perspective because our natal chart is like ours, and I think that that solar return exercise of it just being like on your on your birthday on your thing reflecting on your experience that you for sure have have insight into is again like a good aligning aligning with astrology for like how to then approach something else another another transit that might you might not have as much of a framework for I think you know our birthday is one that whether you know about astrology or not you have a birthday every year and it is a time when people are often reflective and thinking about the year the years past, the year past, the years to come, where where we're at, and all of that. And I think kind of baking that into your understanding of how you reorient yourself each year to your chart um, is re- very cool.
1: Yeah, I like, I mean, I like to think about the year that I'm coming from too. Cause mm-hmm. like I feel like when you have a birthday, you're like, oh, I'm turning like this age, I'm turning this age, but like you're also leaving behind the last age too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah
2: i love that now i'm like it's so wild if you have like software where you can i've done this before where i've just clicked through every solar return like that <laughs> and it's just like matching it to what happens and then looking but then you can also go i could go four or five plus years ahead and be like hmm well, we'll <laughs> see <laughs> like well, curious how this will uh manifest itself but yeah, I think that's like a good reminder of this. I think it you can almost get better at predicting the future. I'm using air quotes by understanding the past and like the the these themes and patterns that come up in our previous life than astrology that's related to it.
1: Yeah, who was it? I heard that Abu Mashar said like when looking at solar returns, like don't you can't look at the ones that are too far in the future. Mm-hmm. Um because mm-hmm. you'll change your fate. Like you don't have the information Uh, you like you need to understand the solar return and then so yeah and mm -hmm. like it trips you out or something like that
2: did you see that article i think it was i'll have i'll find this but there was an article in some like business insider it was like in some like mainstream publication about this woman who goes to like she'll change her solar return chart with travel like she'll be like this astrologer told me i have to be in alaska This year, so that way the sun is here and you know, like chain going to these various places. I know some people do solar returns only from the place of birth and don't care about where you're currently located, but um whoever quoted that would have hated this article then because that is a real (laughs) plane playing
3: playing with fate. That's interesting. I used to travel every year on my birthday. That was before I was studying astrology, so I wouldn't know. Um, like I would have to go back to look how it really did affect things, but mm-hmm. I, I, there was probably six years where that's like all I did for my birthday.
0: Would you be able to remember where you were to go back and do the charts?
3: Yeah, think? I could do it. I, I have like a lot of digital camera photos and stuff mm-hmm. like that, that I could line it up with. Yeah.
2: And if it's like in the U S it's probably not going to be too clear just the rising will be different but like yeah this woman's going to like like as i said like alaska that really is going to change like the chart perspective going to italy you know going to all these really far places i mean she went to like places that were i'll just i'll link it it was very interesting that were. she's like i don't know why i'm going to the small town alone on my birthday it feels very insular but then the following year it was to like create more friendships and then like got more friends from it or what have you so Mm -hmm. anyways it's it can be fun to play with but then also it's like what is that is yeah there's something interesting with like the ethics of it being strictly for just changing your fate because it's like does it actually well i wonder if it works
1: yeah because yeah he was saying it like does I usually like to look at the solar return for the place that you'll be living for the whole year.
2: Mm, okay. Where you're spending the most yeah,
1: time. Yeah. So, I mean, you, yeah, you, yeah, you could change your fate by relocating for the duration. Okay. This is year.
2: what, it's in the New York Times. I, why I traveled 4,000 wow. dollars, four thousand miles to spend my solar return in Alaska. Um, I will, I'll link this and I'll send it to you. Well, so
0: I think, I think it's like change your fate. May I don't know that that's a whole this yeah, is another well. discussion, but the idea of it being like oh well I went and did a thing and I didn't know necessarily why, but I put myself in an experience at a place that I'd never been before, whatever to go learn about friendship. That seems like a uh movie plot do you know what i mean where it's, it's like yeah, you, movie went, plot. you mm-hmm. went to a place where you didn't know anybody you had to open your heart and mind you had to go have a new experience mm-hmm. now you're ready to like go be vulnerable and uh, you know ask a co-worker out for a lunch date or whatever you know whatever whatever that is is that changing mm-hmm. your fate or is that allowing yourself yeah. to be like worked over by a process well it's interesting you know? too
3: because i mean just alaska like I know because I look at charts, but it's like they're gonna have probably some intercepted houses in that chart too, mm-hmm. and so like it is definitely something that you sure your son might be in a different house or you might get this rising that you wanted, but there's also gonna be other stuff that occurs naturally when you're traveling certain
0: places. So, hmm, hmm, yeah. Any my like final question and I feel like it's kind of baked in but Ace how do you hope how do you hope people use aligning your planets how what is your what is your dream for for our listeners for anyone who wants to get the journal how do you hope that people are using it
1: I mean just in their own way like maybe even making their own version of different exercises spending Mm -hmm. time themselves uh, and then with their people too because speaking of I mean I do believe that you can change your fate with, uh, like your relationships, with, uh, you know, like changing your personality, and then, uh, I mean, and then just kind of like creating your own sense of the future, too. Sure. Yeah. And, and then, like, healing is kind of changing your fate. So, yeah, I'm doing, I mean, just using the book in their own way. Anyone? Yeah.
0: Awesome. I nope. love
1: that. No rules, just Astro. <laughs>
2: Experimentation encouraged.
0: Yes, let's.
2: Should we end with a little game? Let's end with the game. As we do. do I know we've played Mary Fuck Kill before. I can't remember who. Do you remember who we Mary fucked Kill for your episode Ace? I don't remember. It's been a while. I'm sure. Well, we're. Refer- I think
1: I didn't know some of the people.
2: That happened. Yeah, that that often that happens. <laughs> that often happens. We then we just go purely off of like Google image, Google like search, off, yeah. You know? It's like, but we have a different one. We're just gonna do a few rounds of Would You Rather Astro Edition. Uh, we each mm-hmm. have one, I think. I
3: yes, we'll see. Uh, anyone want to start, race? I can. Yes. All right. All right. So this is Would You Rather Roommate Edition. Oh, so it's Would You Rather Live With. messy virgo or messy libra
1: it's sun (laughs) sign let me think about this you know i would rather live with a messy libra Wow. yeah i think the same thing because i feel
3: like the messy libra is kind of enacting their natal chart <laughs> the messy Virgo is yeah. kind of not, and so yeah. they're probably more likely to be okay with that. It's messy and be fun to be around at least. Well,
1: I think Virgo. I've lived with some messy Virgos, and then I have too. Yeah, I was like, I, but I don't
3: think that they want to be messy. I don't think that they're okay with right. it. That's what's I hard. Think-
1: like the mess is like their process of cleaning and then it's in the middle and it's like it's a little bit like you know just more stressful to walk around I think Libras tend to hide more so then they'll probably be just messy like in their Their room yeah Yeah. I think Mm -hmm. so too Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. yeah there can only be one earth sign with assigned piles in this household so I think I (laughs) would also take the messy Libra just because I haven't experienced it. I've seen Virgo's calculated mess before. And it's just, I, I think I just need to leave. I think they need to do that in pri- like alone, <laughs> not with a roommate watching. Where I think the Libra would be like, can you help me do this? Like, can we do this together? Let's all do the, let's clean the kitchen together. And I'd be like, okay.
0: I'm, I don't know. Cause I'm, I'm triggered. I've lived with, I've lived with a messy Libra. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> I have to. And, uh. Actually, but, I have two.
3: I had a neat and a messy and me in one house. But the messy
2: Libra didn't know they Whoa. were messy. The Virgo was like, "I know and I see it and I'm getting to it." And the oh. Libra was like unaware.
0: Yeah. I feel like I I might go Virgo only because I I too am a a messy compartmentalized like if it's just like leave their stuff alone, I can I can do that. But I'm thinking again, I'm maybe personalizing this too much, but in my experience, the Libra the Libra is moving my stuff too. Mm-hmm. And I is also mm-hmm. like when mm-hmm. they're cleaning up, they're going, Oh, I'm actually gonna clean up for the whole house. And now I don't know where my my passport is or whatever. Whereas like, cause my pile was in this thing too. And I kind of want that like separate. I don't want someone. Doing anything nice for me when it comes to this kind of cleanup stuff. So I think I'm, I think I'm going to go Virgo.
2: I think I'm going back to Virgo, actually. You're right. I think I <laughs> I, think I might get messed. I think I might get lumped into Libra's mess
0: and I, mm-hmm. I can't. Yes. And it's it, with the best of intentions and a pure heart. No,
2: no, I just no. realized is this also personally messy because then that's a whole different type of messy living with as well. I left but it
3: open-ended it just, yes. I feel like the Libra is <laughs> more personally messy but I don't want to you know be prescriptive
0: mm-hmm. you're yeah, that Libra <laughs> I don't mind I don't mind that in a room in a living situation that's fun you know but yes may- give me maybe. your drama give me yes. your gossip I can't
2: believe I'm meeting all of your hinge dates why do you bring them over here like how did they end up here um yeah I think I'll go Virgo all right Who's next? All right. Okay, I guess, I think I don't, I don't know if I did this game correctly, but it will, it's a, I don't, it, this is mainly for Ace and it's a, would you rather, actually, this will apply for everybody. If you were forced to flip one of your placements in your big three to the sign in opposition, you can only pick one and that is a permanent change. Ace, would you now become a Libra sun, a Capricorn moon, or Leo Rising, so these are all the opposition flips of Aces Big Three.
1: I would become a Leo Rising.
2: And that I kind of gave. That was a softball. <laughs> that was a softball one. Once I got mm. to the end, I was like, I think I know which one's. <laughs> hmm.
1: Yeah, and you know my best friends at Aries Sun Leo Rising. So is my cousin. I love them both a lot. They're cool. <laughs> Damn. Right.
0: Easy
3: flip. Yeah. Easy. For y'all. I would flip my son. You'd become a squ-
0: breaking wow.
3: news. <laughs> news. Well, I'd still have the Taurus rising. So mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. would get to have the, um, yeah, I think I'd flip my son to be on the descendant. And I would, because I'm not going to change to a cat moon when it's in its domicile.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to. I like my rising. Cute. Yeah. 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 All right. I, at first I was like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't know if I want any of these, but then (laughs) it became very obvious to me. I'm flipping my rising for sure. I'm becoming an Aries rising, giving Uh, me that like natural chart
2: Mm -hmm. and,
0: uh, and that fire. Now my son, now, I I mean, I still have, I have a son sextile my rising, but now I have a trine and Mm -hmm. I think that's the, I think that's the math. Mm Mm-hmm shit
2: i yeah i also i don't want to flip any of mine like do i even agree with what i'm about to say i can't (laughs) no i think i would also maybe flip my all these flips suck personally i I think i would flip to taurus sun being a scorpio sun i can't lose my aries moon i am too attached and i don't want it to change position from my rising so i don't want to flip that either so i think i'll just Take another mm-hmm. the team, and I'll still have my Taurus Venus. Like I, I'm, I'm justifying the like how much, how little will change. So maybe I should
0: become a. We're defying, we're defying the laws of of astrology here, where our Venus is stay the same. Yes. Our Mercury's can stay where they are. Yes. it's <laughs> we're reminder, no longer it's a beholden, game? Yeah, we're no <laughs> longer fun. beholden to astronomy in this in this yeah. universe. <laughs> Before
2: you come for me, it's a game for fun. Um,
1: maybe anyway, so I'm like, a Scorpio
2: in- Sun magnet, so maybe I'll attract more Taurus's. In this new flipped alternate simulation. We'll both be
3: Scorpios. So we'll have to go out and do something.
2: I know, to
0: celebrate. On our
3: freaky Friday night. Yes. Yes.
0: I'm here for it. Okay, my question is, would you rather have a faster moving Pluto that moves like Mm. through uh, at like a Mercury speed? Holy shit. Or... One the same Pluto for all of eternity, like, like a no in moving. the same
3: sign. Yes, interesting. What sign is it in? Yeah, does it have the... to be where right. it is right now?
0: No, <laughs> I just mean like the you get like the one transit. Do we want like a faster Pluto or a that slower goes. This is a tough question. Yeah
2: ace you're it's deciding like- the astronomical future for <laughs> civilization <know>. and society
1: <laughs> dang that's so hard yeah i'm like you're a sad right like that's a yeah. hard question like <laughs> it's
0: kind of like well, okay say- i'm good because i feel like mostly when i come up with would you rather's I, in my mind it's like this is going to be a good one and then i say it and there's like a very obvious right <laughs> <answer>. <laughs>
1: It is a good one. So I was like, "Oh my god!" Like no change or like a lot of change all the time. Right? Yeah. I mean, I guess a lot of change all the time. Mercury speed Pluto because like if there's no, no it's change, No, just do already. Mm-hmm. If Pluto's not moving, like I mean, we like we would be dead. Is also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
3: So I much. think I take death.
1: <laughs> wow.
3: <laughs> I think I choose the I. Yeah, I think I you. I'm Taurus, so. I think mm. it's that. Yeah, just let me fester in my little disgusting. Could I vote for like transit? a Mars-like
2: speed? Like, <laughs> can I petition? Because for... Mercury, this this quickness of Mercury is that's frightening, you know. Yeah, but it also that's... sounds really innovating.
0: I know that's what I'm, but that's what I'm imagining. I was like, what if we change signs like every every month? What if we're innovating
3: to the point where what I do in my house, closets crumbling in on you, and other things you. <laughs> You've made I know. so much new that it's actually not structurally sound.
0: Because mm-hmm. as much as one Pluto is death, to me, that also is like, oh, we're like truly, you just have like the one the one thing you have to transform for your lifetime and you get a lifetime to do it. There's some like pressure that comes off almost. I know it's still like stagnant and not enough change. But yeah, I think in in contrast to constantly- i mean i don't even know i don't even know which one i want to choose
2: i'm voting for mercury but on under the condition that now uh folks who don't believe that scorpio now scorpio must ruling planet must be pluto and we're recognizing that as their chart ruler for scorpio risings and that's my my clause because now it's moving so i know that's like another part is like so we all have you know this rising with the outer planet so now Honey, okay. you don't. It's it's moving. <laughs> it's moving so quick. That's this is for sure. You're rising. So deal with what that. What if there was
1: like a cylindrical Pluto that wrapped around the solar system like a ring, and it was in every single sign all the time? Okay.
2: Oh, con- all Plutos. Oops, all Constant. Plutos. <laughs> 12, 12, <laughs> 12 Plutos coming. Oh, and just move. There might honestly, there might even that, be. That,
0: that sounds like know. Pluto. That
2: sounds honestly cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like where this went
0: i wow i've really given myself an impossible one part one part of my chart wants one pluto to rule them all Mm -hmm. and the other part is like nah let's let's mix it up let's mix it up um but i the idea of like a, a single a single pluto all
2: right logan pick pick one give us give i'm gonna us go a I guess i'm gonna go i'm gonna go
0: one pluto, all, right. go going one pluto, pluto. all the time <laughs> I'm, I'm going, going i'm pluto, going too. fast
2: fast pluto and I, it sounds like ace nominated 12 new
0: yes. 11 new pluto <laughs> yes all the all of the plutos <laughs> well thank you thank you so much for playing with us thank you so much for coming on where yes. can people get aligning your planets
1: oh they can i mean they can get it anywhere they get books um right yeah yeah no thanks for having me i mean it's it's so fun to play with all of you in that,
2: that, yeah. same we'll yes, have to same. we'll have to irl connect one of these days
1: oh
0: yes please. absolutely oh. by aligning your planets follow alice sparkly cat on all platforms uh thank you guys so much for listening we'll see you next week bye bye, bye. thanks for listening to what's your sign Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: If you love this podcast, please support us. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com/slash What's Your Sign Podcast. The link to support us is in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast,
2: on Twitter at What's Y R Sign underscore Pod, and TikTok at What's Your Sign Podcast. For business opportunities, advertising, or commission readings, email us, What's Podcast at gmail.com.
3: WIS is produced by Julia Loken, Stevie Anderson, and Lisa Chenu. Artwork by Alexa Vicious and theme song by Honor Nezzo.